behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix it radio. And it is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Jeff Kitty, of course, Larry Younger answering phones, Charlie Grimes, our engineer, and Jeff agreed to fill in for Dennis. Dennis is, uh, I think he's... Having fun? Yeah, well, yeah, he's out of town having fun somewhere. Good. I don't remember exactly where he said he was going, but he's out of town. So. Good for him. Good for Dennis. So, Dennis, if you're listening, have a great time, and I appreciate all that you do. And, again, Jeff Kitty's filling in. I thought today we would go over a couple of different things, one being irrigation. We haven't talked about that for a while, and a lot of folks are getting things fired up. And if you haven't, it's, it's time. And I know a lot of cities weren't allowing people to water until the first part of May. Well, I know we're after that. Probably should have talked about this last week, but I'm still hearing people uh, just kind of through the grapevine, you know, asking questions about different things, irrigation related. So I thought we'd get into some of that in the lawn care end of things. And then Larry brought something up that if we get time to talk about, we will as well. So if you have any questions for us, 303-477-5600. That's our live call-in number. If you're listening on Tuesday, Thank you. We appreciate it very much. We will not be able to answer your calls during the program. You always can text us, though. Typically, I'm actually in the studio on Tuesdays listening, but I'm busy doing other things, not able to answer those calls. So if you want to ask a question on a Tuesday, or even now, you can do that as well. 307-200-8222. 307-200-8222. Feel free to text us anything you've got. And we'll get your, you know, I'll get your answers back to you. Some of you have been emailing lately as well. And if you've got a longer question, I will tell you that, yes, that for me is much, much easier to answer than it is via text message. So if you've got a long question or you've got pictures, things like that you want to send, by all means, go ahead and go to the website, fixitradio.com. And Charlie asked me this the other day, fix it's interesting. I was able to actually get fixitradio.com with no hyphen in between, but I also bought the one with the hyphen in between it. So if you do fix it, fix hyphen it radio.com. I mean, no, sorry, fix it hyphen radio.com like drive radio is. Um, if you happen to type that in, it still comes up as well. But fix it radio, it's all one word. You don't have to worry about putting any kind of dashes or anything in. And a lot of you will go there and ask, ask questions that way, and that works as well. So if you got a question for us, by all means, ask. And if I don't have the answer, I'll find somebody that does, and we'll get it taken care of. Joe, good morning. What's going on? John, so I, I understand if I buy a Ford Lightning pickup truck, I can run my whole house for three days. Is that, is, isn't that a great deal? Good luck with that. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> you, might run, you might be able to run your alarm clock or something, Joe. Do, do we want to talk about the economics and, and the, uh, what they don't tell you in the ad? We can. I mean, this is kind of one of those dual you know, <laughs> topics where it fits drive radio and here as well, because they're trying to sell this as something you could use in this manner for, you know, for a backup to your home. And the reality is that's about as far-fetched, Joe, as it gets. Yeah. First of all, you know, if you read the fine print, the first thing they do is a little asterisk, and they say um, up to three days, assuming an average of 30 kilowatt hours. <laughs> now, a hairdryer is 1,500 watts, which is 1.5. So if you run your hairdryer for an hour, that's 1.5 kilowatts already. Um, 
and you know, are there times, you know, at night in the spring when you're not running heat and you're not running air conditioning, yeah, you're, you know, you're probably under 500 watts overnight while you're sleeping. But I, I check my electric bill. Um, you know, my refrigerator draws like 500 watts when it's running. Anyway, my uh, in the in the summer when my AC is running, I'm drawing 75 kilowatts per day, which is double. Um, and in the, if you have electric, and God forbid you have electric heater and oh. electric hot water heater. <laughs> yeah, that's an issue. You're dead in the water. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you're not running AC and you've got a gas water heater and a gas furnace, um, you know, you might scrape by on 30 kilowatt hours per day, but you got to buy the extended battery pack. And when you click the little toggle on the Ford Lightning site, the price on the for the truck jumps exactly twenty thousand hours, twenty thousand dollars right. when you click the extended mm. battery pack. Yeah, but, and real wait. quick on that topic, have you seen some of the units that have now gotten into dealerships? What the dealerships themselves are actually asking for those trucks now? No, I haven't. Uh, they're like one twenty. They're adding like a twenty k on top of list price Jeez. to the price of the truck, Joe. Oh my god! Oh, but then, but that the twenty thousand for the battery pack doesn't do it because guess what else you need? A, a transfer switch right. to disconnect mm-hmm. yourself from the utility grid. And depending on where you live and how much your electrician charges, you're talking three thousand thirty five hundred right. for the cost of the switch and the installation because you have to go out and you have to throw the switch uh, to disconnect yourself from the utility pole and then you know make it live. Then of course you've got to buy this. Um, big honking extension, heavy-duty extension cord to run from your truck to your extension switch. So all in, you're maybe $24,000 to set up your, to use your truck to power your home. Yeah, at the end of the day, you could go buy a full-bore gas generator, diesel generator, natural gas generator, whatever you want to run, Joe, and have it run the entire house at the end of the day, if you would, uh, for a lot less money. Yep. I just had mine put in. It runs on natural gas, but it could just as well run on propane or even diesel. I had mine put in complete with an automatic transfer switch for 9750 That was installation, transfer switch, uh, the plumber to connect my gas meter to my generator set. And it's a 22 kilowatt. In other words, I can put out more power in an hour and 90 minutes than the truck will put out all day. Hmm. Uh, and by so the I way, I was out. off on my prices. I just looked up again. Uh, there's one dealer, so there's not that many out there yet at all. But some of them are all the way up to 150 for an F-150 Lightning, Joe. Right. So, 150 I mean, grand. So you will get more power. You'll get Jeez. way ten times more power out of a standby generator. Which, by the way, um, if you're traveling, if you're away on vacation and there's mm-hmm. a power outage, right. you know, Say you right. got a house in the mountains. Uh, your standby generator will start automatically. You don't have to be there to plug it in and throw the switch. Exactly. Your Ford Lightning only works if you happen to be home and if your truck is fully charged and you don't need to go anywhere. So, so, so what? You, what I, other than just marketing to dumb people, and that's what I'm going to say that is from Ford's point of view, I guess, other than marketing to dumb people that don't know any better, what's the purpose, Joe, of, of marketing it that way? Who is it? WC never underestimate the uh, stupidity of the American consumer. <laughs> I mean, there are people. You know, I see it on these web people are raving. Oh wow, what a, you know? This way, I don't need a generator. I mean, it is such a lame, you know. Uh, and again, it, it's 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 a pipe yeah, dream, yeah. Joe. That's a pipe dream. It's 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 just it's I, unrealistic. And, and if people who do this then start to, you know, once they get into it, and oh, I mean, twenty grand for an extended. Ba- 
$3,000 for a transfer switch. Oh, I got to be there to plug it in. Uh, oh, I can't run my air conditioning. Oh, I've got an electric water heater and uh, I've got electric heat in my house. You mean I can only get maybe 12, 14 hours out of, out of this, not three days? Um, oh, I can't use my truck. I can't go anywhere. Oh, if I'm not home, my pipes are going to freeze because I'm not there to plug it in. Um, you know, for a third of the money, you'll get a, a more powerful, more versatile automatic. You don't need right. to be there. So it's right. Just, a better you know, option. There are way better options yep. for way less cost. But, yeah, besides so, the fact that if, in, unless the F-150 you bought, and this is typically the way EVs work, is like a third or fourth vehicle where you've got other types of things to roam around in the case of an emergency like you're talking about, Joe, if it's just your single main vehicle, you're going, to your point earlier, you're going to need that vehicle to get you from A to B anyways, and you're not going to be home with it plugged in at that point if you're out driving it. Exactly. So it's just for any of your listeners who were considering it, uh, greatest things in sliced bread. No, forget about it. Um, you know, take half the money you would have spent for the extended battery pack. Yeah. Get a nice propane or natural gas or even a diesel generator. Or, or buy the one with the extended battery if you want to drive your truck some distance and still go buy the generator. And still go buy the generator. You'll still be better. <clears throat> exactly. At the end of the day, I mean, do whatever you want to do to get from A to B. But when it comes to powering the house, don't rely on your F-150. No, particularly if you have electric appliances, electric hot water heater. Yeah, I mean, I guess, Joe, if there'd be certain, I think through this a little bit, I guess there are certain areas of the country where you've got a pretty uh, routine climate. Let's take like the upper northwest, for example. You could, I guess, potentially, where you're not really worried about AC, you're probably not running a lot of heat in the winter, you got a fairly constant temperature. In that case maybe, and I'm putting a big maybe on that, this might actually work. But, I mean, we're really narrowing this down to a very, very defined customer at the end of the day that could actually make this work. Yeah, if you're in North Dakota, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, and you don't need AC, and you've got natural gas appliances, yeah, okay, you know, it'll, you know, it'll, get, you, you know, it'll get you a day or two worth of use, and you watch your TV, and It'll keep your furnace running in the winter. And but, but to your point, that's with the addition of the transfer switches and other things you need to make that happen. This isn't just a plug-and-play like they make it sound. No. Again, you need a, a licensed electrician to come right. uh, make the cut over. You have to, you know, you have to cut, put the switch in um, after the meter so we can cut over between power from your grid, which is after your meter, to your... Right. It's a, it's a switch yep. over either... Yep. Well, either somebody has to make one where it's a you know manual deal where you're doing a certain amount of things manually, or you've got an automatic switch. One of the two, Joe. You know, I, I actually had that done uh, many, many years ago. I was lived up in Syracuse, and I got a little five thousand uh, watt you know portable gas powered genset. You know, a little skid. You know, two people right. lift up the back of the truck. And what I did have done was a, a manual disconnect switch that had a big female plug, and the handle had a flag over it that covered the female outlet. And, yep, I've seen those. And uh, the way it would work... They work I well, actually. Power, yeah, explain it to everybody, because they actually work pretty well, Joe. Yeah, so first of all, now 5,000 watts wouldn't run my whole house, but in the wintertime, it would run my furnace. So, you know, I had that first thing... So step one, you lose power, and you decide you want to plug your generator. Step one, you kick off, the, you know, the breakers, like, you know, the freezer and some of the other stuff you don't need. Uh, but the, the ones you want, you selectively figure out, you know, I want my refrigerator to run, I want my furnace to run, I want some lights to run. Boom, boom, boom. So you, you leave those breakers engaged and you, and you flip the others to off. 
You then throw this lever on this switch, which does two things. One, it disconnects you from the utility grid, because otherwise you're going to backfeed right. power. Right, which you can do. That's right. And it's going to expose the female plug. And I can then start my gas power generator and run my double male plug. Uh, one end goes into my portable generator, which has to be outside the house. You don't want to die of carbon right. monoxide. That's right. Oh, I used to have it outside my garage. So I could start my generator. Uh, one end of my male plug goes into the 5,000 portable generator. The other end goes into the female plug, which I've now exposed uh, by flipping the disconnect switch. Uh, so it's kind of foolproof. You can't accidentally – by the way, you could kill somebody. If you uh, – in addition to overloading your generator because you're trying to send power back to the whole neighborhood, if you had a lineman on a, you know, working on a line that he <laughs> thought was dead and you're sending power, you could electrocute the lineman. So you really want to have that safety. But it's a real simple – I think it cost me – Back then, I think the switch, and the, I think an electrician put in for like 350 bucks. Okay. The switch was like 100 bucks and 90 minutes of labor. Uh, it's a purely manual process, and if you just want your furnace to run and, a, you know, some lights on and a TV, you know, you can do it with a, a Home Depot generator that might cost you 1500 bucks. Yep, good point. Yep. That's a great way to do it. Good point. So one last thing t- before uh, I let you go that I thought you'd enjoy. I was thinking of you actually when uh, – I saw this. I, I, I get on the highway to come down here today, and there's a Tesla. Nothing against Teslas, other than they're one of the ugliest cars on the road. But anyways, it's a Tesla, uh, Model 3, and its license plate is solar power. And I'm thinking, uh, not unless you've got some really fancy articulate hookup at your house where you know for a fact that solar power you're bringing in from your panels is going right into your Tesla. Because if you don't have that hookup, which, by the way, Joe, very, very, very few people do, no, it ain't solar-powered. Yep. No, and even if it was, how many days is it going to take to fully recharge mm. a Tesla off, you know, off 50? Off solar. solar. Yeah. You'll, you'll be there forever. Yeah. Anyways, right. I just thought that was comical. I almost wanted to roll my window down and said, uh, not on its best day. But anyways, I didn't. <laughs> anyways. Absolutely correct. Thanks, Joe. Yes. Good talking yes. to you, man. Appreciate it very much. Always great information. Anything else you guys want to add and or have questions on, Fix It Radio, please give us a call, 303-477-5600. We will be right back. They'll take a quick break. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years? Want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. We have been showing Coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once, and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop. Learn how to lower your total interest cost, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001, and where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298191, regulated by DORA. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. 
Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof. But what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. I'm John Rush, host of Drive Radio, Fix-It Radio, and also Rush to Reason. I'm also a business owner and a business coach. Even though I love being on air and talking to all of you on a regular basis, the job I love the most is helping other business owners achieve their dreams. I've helped business owners who have owned a job become actual business owners. I do this through the installation of systems and helping them with their leadership skills so they can truly run their business instead of the business running them. If you're tired of your business running you and you want the freedom you sought in owning your own business, call me for a free consultation. I would love to help you and your business attain the goals you've always had. Go to RushMediaInc.com and send me an email. You can also use the text line 307-200-8222. Stop being a slave to your business and contact me today. All right, and we are back, and you heard a new sponsor there. Uh, Stack Optical is actually one of our new sponsors. And uh, 
Alan Stack, great guy. Anything you need when it comes to glasses, glass contacts, eye exam. He's got, as far as the glasses end of it goes, by the way, he's got everything you could think of when it comes to meeting your needs with glasses. And what I mean by that is we're now in Fix-It Radio talking about things we do around the house. Some of you guys need prescription safety glasses, things along those lines. He could do all of that, sunglasses, hunting glasses, shooting glasses, again, safety glasses, regular daily glasses, sunglasses, whatever you need. He's got it all, Stack Optical, easy location, just off of Evans and Monaco. It's really easy. Or is it Monaco, Charlie? Am I saying that right? Yeah, Monaco. So Evans and Monaco, not far from the station here is kind of where I, I think about it, just north of the station. Yeah. Uh, pretty central located in, as far as the Denver area is concerned. And what I will tell you is just personal experience when it comes to that end of things. I don't know what's happened to the service industry in general. Hmm. But getting things done and eat in a timely fashion with people that actually care about you is becoming harder and harder to find. That's not the case at Stack Optical. Go in, talk to Alan and his crew. They'll take care of you. And they have a special on eye exams. Whether you have insurance or not, doesn't matter because it's cheap. $69 for an eye exam. It's one of the things that they've had as a selling point for their particular uh, business for years and years now. $69 exam. And well worth it. Uh, most of your co-pays will be roughly that, even if you do have insurance. So at the end of the day, doesn't matter. Just go in, see him, get your eyes you know, handled the way they need to be. And again, even if you're somebody like myself that wears contacts, they can take care of all of that as well. So again, Stack Optical, it's stackoptical.com. You'll find them on Fix It Radio as well. So Alan, thank you very much. And uh, yes, this is an endorsement from me. And some of you would say, well, gosh, how, how, how do you, you know, where do you find these people? Well, Alan, by the way, has been with Scott on Sportsman for years. I've had Alan on my other programs yeah. before. I've known Alan for a very, very long time. So bottom line, uh, he's now a part of what we do here and appreciate that very much. So if you need anything when it comes to the eyewear end of things, just go see Stack Optical and they will even if you just need a pair of sunglasses. You don't even need an eye exam. You don't. You know your eyes are twenty twenty, if you're lucky. <laughs> that ship sailed years. Yeah, ago. mine did a long time ago. So, but if you're lucky and you just wear regular glasses, he can do all of that for you as well. Anyways, give us a call three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. Anything you want to talk about? Questions you might have? We'll get you the answers. I do want to talk about irrigation today. And irrigation is funny because when you talk to a farmer about irrigation, they're thinking pivots and you know, ditches and things like, no, on the home level, we still call it irrigation, sprinkler systems, irrigation, whatever you want to call it. And a lot of folks will be getting those fired up. They're not as complicated to fire up as you think. So if some of you out there listening are waiting for a company to come and do it for you, the wait is over. Yeah. You don't need them to come out and help you get your system started. The draining of is a little bit more detailed, but the firing it back up is pretty simple. So we'll walk through it. First things first, go to where the sprinkler system, it's called a backflow valve, an anti-backflow valve, a vacuum breaker, we call it. Mm -hmm. It'll be a usually it's, well, not usually, it's always a copper brass type um, pipe. It's probably the best one. I'm trying to explain this without showing pictures. It'll be a brass fixture. That in most cases, now, if you've got a larger property, sometimes they'll put these things out in a bush somewhere, out in the yard, and they'll even cover it sometimes with a cover. But for the majority of homes that have been built in the last 30-plus years in this area, it will be on the side of your home, typically. Yep. 
And typically they put it on a side that isn't facing the street and it might be tucked away somewhere. But you can typically just walk around your house and you'll see this big brass apparatus on the outside of your home. Whether you know it or not, that's your sprinkler vacuum breaker or anti-backflow valve. It's a, it's a code, by the way. Every city requires that if you're watering out of your home to keep any type of water from coming back in and contaminating the domestic water supply throughout your entire system, they require by code, because water can siphon, we all know that, so to keep it from siphoning back into your house. And what they're worried about is... You're outside, you're running your sprinklers and so on, and maybe just fertilized a couple of days ago. So you've now got some leaching that's happening. And in a lot of cases, the sprinkler head might be below, which it typically is, below the surface of the grass. And sometimes there will be some water that will pool up around the actual sprinkler head. Well, when the head goes back down without an anti-backflow valve, that could potentially suck some of those chemicals from the fertilizer and such back into your domestic water supply. That's why by law and code, it's required that you have an anti-backflow valve on the system so that doesn't happen. Yep. Did I explain that correctly? Exactly. Okay, that's the reason they're there. And the, and the reason why we drain those in the wintertime is because there's delical, delicate plastic parts inside that if that freezes, those parts will break. Now, they are made to where if somebody doesn't get that drained and it does freeze, there's parts in the vacuum breaker that purposely break so that it doesn't break the entire unit. And Because if you break the entire unit, it gets very expensive. Yes, it does. Hundreds of dollars instead of a few dollars. Yep. Okay. Big difference between the two. Now, all that being said, you're going to find the vacuum breaker and you're going to see where it is. Typically, whoever serviced it in the wintertime shut a few things off. There's typically a ball valve coming, you know, butterfly valve, if you would, coming into the sprinkler, uh, that, that backflow valve assembly, and there's usually one going out. So there'll be two typically. Reason for two, I'm not going to get into, but there's usually going to be two on there. One in, one out. You want to turn those to where they're parallel with your pipe. Not 90 degrees from the pipe, but parallel with the pipe. That means the ball valve is on. And not off. Most likely, most likely, if they did it correctly, they're going to be at a 45-degree angle to the pipe. Mm-hmm. They're not even at a 90. They should be at a 45 if it was done correctly. Now, some of them will do it at a 90-degree, but bottom line, we want to open those up and put those parallel with the pipe. On a lot of vacuum breakers, there's also two flat-headed screws that are on the breaker itself. And if you look at those, you will notice that typically those will be turned off And what I mean by off is it's just like the ball valve I mentioned. With the flow of the water, it's going to be at a 90-degree angle to the flow of the water, not parallel with the flow of the water. We want to turn those screws with a flathead screwdriver. You can use a quarter, penny, flathead screwdriver, whatever. They're usually not very tight. You want to turn those, again, to where they're going with the flow of the pipe. Yes. Normally, that's up and down or side to side because vacuum breakers are not mounted at an angle typically. And depending upon the breaker, typically they're going to be, you know, up, up and down or side to side depending upon the model of the breaker. Yeah. It's usually a Febco, uh, but there's other different brands that are out there. Now, once all of that is done, we're going to come back here after this break and tell you what to do next. Okay? Suspense. We'll stop there. That's the first start of the process and getting your sprinkler system turned back on. So again, you don't need anybody to come out and do this for you as we walk through this. And remember, all of this is being recorded. 
So if you miss this portion or you want to go back and listen to it again, just go to our website, fixitradio.com. We'll have this up a little bit later today. Ann does a great job of getting these back up, and you can go back in and re-listen to it. Or you can always send me an email, and I can walk you through it that way as well. And all that, again, is right on the website, fixitradio.com. If you're listening on Tuesday, thank you very much. You can do the same thing I just mentioned a moment ago there as well. But we'll be right back, and I'll tell you what the next steps are in turning on your sprinkler system. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. But you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, You'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. With rates on the rise, how do you get the best rate? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Did you know that when you get cash out or your FICO score is below a 740 or you're financing a condo versus a single-family home, it will cost you more in rate and fees? Many lenders are charging more. Stop paying it. At Affordable Interest Mortgage, we have lenders that don't charge. Trying to purchase a second home or is your loan amount considered a high balance or jumbo? There they go again, charging you more. Take AIM. 720-895-0500. Let us show you a loan that doesn't charge more. Seeing a low rate but not reading the small print, only to realize all the extra costs and fees? Again, stop. Call 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. Quit paying fees and closing costs that are unnecessary. Get a low rate without all the extra costs. Let us show you how to save thousands. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. 720-895-0500. Serving Coloradans for over 20 years. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by DORA. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof. But what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, 
Yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. All right, Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. So we'll continue on with our how to get your sprinkler system up and running. So I walked through before the break how to get the vacuum breaker all sealed off with the exception of one other thing that Jeff made sure I wanted to mention. On some vacuum breakers, there will be some little caps. Uh, they're just kind of a cap for dirt getting into some of the they ports. They got a little rubber. Yeah, exactly. They got, got a little, bottom of them. And, and or some will even be a brass fitting. It just depends. Yep. Or a brass cap. They are. If you have either one of those, just make sure that those are installed in tight. Typically, they're not going to be removed but they may have been loosened or they may just be hanging off to the side. If it's some of them have a little tether, a little rubber tether that tethers the cap to uh, whatever the, the case, just make sure those are put back on. And again, these do not have to be, do not over tighten. They don't have to no. be, you don't have to finger get a, tight. Yeah. Don't have to get a wrench out or anything like that. Just put them back on finger tight and call it good. So at this point, the vacuum breaker is done, handled, all set, sealed, signed, done, handled. So, yep. Now the next step is typically you've got a basement. Now some of you may have a crawl space, but typically it's a basement. The next thing we want to do is turn the water from the house on that's feeding the vacuum breaker. That's typically done in your home. If you've never been down in the basement, if you've got an unfinished basement, it's really easy. Just go look where that vacuum breaker is on the outside of the house. Go to the exact wall on the inside of your home and you're going to find another ball valve. These are typically ball valves that you need to turn on to turn the water to your sprinkler system on at that point. Yep. When you do, you'll hear the water run for a minute. You might even hear a big chunk because that's actually filling things up. And there's a little diaphragm inside that vacuum breaker, and it's basically closing all of that off. If you turn it on and you keep hearing the water run, oh, real quick, let me mention this. Make sure your timer is off. 
as we're getting ready to do all of that. I should have said that as step one. Step one, make sure the clock's off. Normally it is anyways, because whoever serviced it in the in, previously in the fall typically turns all that off anyways, but I should have said that in the very beginning. Make sure that you go to your clock and it's in the off position. So a little dial, turn it to off. That's the number one thing to do. So all that being said, should that should have been off. The vacuum breaker's now opened up. You've turned the water in the house on. If you hear a nice little chunk, everything sets, no water's running, we're in great shape. We'll go to the next step after this. If, on the other hand, you turn the water on and you hear it running, run outside and find out where your leak is. Yep. Could have been that the vacuum breaker didn't get drained quite properly and there may be a piece in there that is not been sealed up and if you have water coming out of the breaker that means we've got a part inside that's broken so in that case we've got other repairs we need to make so you run back inside turn the water back off and if you're a little if you're a little bit handy there's typically just a big nut on the top of the vacuum breaker you can pull that off you can look inside and see exactly which pieces might be broken those are available everywhere anymore uh, all of your you know, Ace Hardware, Home Depot, Lowe's, you name it, you know, any of the garden centers for the most part, m- anybody selling irrigation parts, sprinkler parts, will have tip- typically. Should have them. Should have. I mean, some breakers get, you know, they're old and maybe not. But generally speaking, you're going to be able to find the inner parts to that breaker, uh, that vacuum breaker if needed. Now, let's hope that everything just starts back up. We're in good shape. Inside water is on. The outside breaker is on and no water is running. You can always listen. You can feel it. By the way, if you want to know if water is running through a pipe, take a long screwdriver, put it on the pipe, put your ear at the other end, literally on the handle of the screwdriver, and listen. And if you hear water running through the pipe, we have a leak. If there's no water running, great. We're in good shape. That's a little plumber's trick for a lot of you. If you want to really tell if there's actually a leak in a, or if a pipe has water running through it, you literally, it's like a stethoscope. Yeah. You can literally use the screwdriver as a stethoscope to listen to a pipe to determine whether there's water running inside of it or not. So how we used to actually do things in the car world as well. Engine noises, things like that. Before stethoscopes came along, you'd take a long screwdriver, you'd put it down on the block, you put your ear on the end of it. Jaff's laughing because that's what we used to do in the old days. But it's a really easy way to determine and listen to certain sounds. So, okay, everything's done. Everything's turned on now. Every, yeah, even old, old, old clocks have this option. Every clock has a manual run feature. And even some of the later model clocks have, have a test feature where if we want to test each zone for x amount of minutes you can do that because what we're going to do next is make sure that we're adjusted properly and that all of our heads pop up and everything's working correctly as we've gone through winter because things can change ground moves uh people uh vehicles uh kids dogs can step on heads and do different things and they get out of adjustment they just get out of adjustment anyways they get out of adjustment even in the summertime when they're running so next thing we're going to do is we're going to take the clock Put it on that manual run per zone, or we're going to put it on the test cycle. What we want to do is run each zone for about five minutes. Typically, you can get those heads adjusted in five minutes, and if not, we can just go back through it again, and you'll figure it out. It's really not that difficult, but we want to run a test on each zone five minutes at a time, not one. One's pretty one's pretty slim. you got to be hustling to get everything done in a minute, so we really need about five minutes, and we're just going to run through the system and make sure that everything comes up, all of our heads pop up. 
We don't have any leaks. No heads are leaking, anything like that. And our coverage is correct. Because the other thing that changes from year to year that people forget is our landscape changes. Bushes grow. Trees grow. What once wasn't in the way of the sprinkler head may now be in the way of said sprinkler head. So as we go through this adjustment process, we're also going to look and see, is there anything blocking any of our spray pattern? If it is, do we need to make an adjustment to the head, up, down, even move it? Or does the bush need trimmed? Yeah. And sometimes the bush has grown enough to where you're not going to get it trimmed back enough and you might have to actually move the head. I'll explain how to do that in a moment as well because it's not as difficult as everybody thinks. In fact, I'm going to explain here in a few minutes when we come back from break on how to replace a head and how to make sure dirt doesn't get back into the sprinkler system at the same time. Not as difficult as most people think. Now, some of you guys are a little bit handier. You don't necessarily have to go to the clock to do what I just said. If you know how to manually turn your zone on at where your solenoid valve is for that zone, and usually it's inside the big green box that's either front or back of your your house, depending upon what kind of system you had, sometimes the side of the house. If you know how to turn that on manually, you can sure do that and then make these adjustments, close it, go to the next zone, and so on. Whatever works for you, because some of you, I know I'm probably going to get some emails on that, well, you know you can do that manually. Yes, I know. Okay, I'm just trying to make this, for most people, as easy as possible, because most people don't know where the little green box is and where the wires are coming into it, and that's what's really turning the valves on and off and the the zones on and off and so on. So I'm just trying to make this as easy as I can. But what we're going to do, I should have said this earlier too, is depending upon the type of head that you have, you may need a couple of tools to make these adjustments. One tool that's always handy to have when you're going to make adjustments on sprinkler heads is a big pair of channel locks. Not a huge, you know, not not the size that you would, you know, uh, you know, wrap around a uh, oil filter, but probably the next size down. Think of doorknob size. So if you look at your doorknob and you say, "Oh, I need a pair of a pair of channel locks that'll go around that doorknob." That's on average about the size of a sprinkler head. So if you've got a pair of channel locks, if not, pick some up. They're pretty inexpensive. But get a pair of channel locks and have those in your back pocket. Why? Because sometimes you may need to turn the entire head assembly just a teeny bit rather than trying to adjust the pattern and everything else, a way to cheat and not have to adjust all your patterns. So say, for example, you've got a pop-up head and it's a 180-degree head. So it sprays a 180-degree fan pattern out the front. And let's say that pattern is off ever so slightly. We're just going to turn the head counterclockwise or clockwise accordingly to make that now go 180 on the lawn. Yeah. Okay? And we're not going to mess with the head. We're not going to mess with the tip. Now, some pop-ups have adjustable spray fan patterns, but typically you're going to find those on commercial and not residential unless it was a really sharp residential guy that did the install. They cost more money is why they typically don't go on residentials, but they do make adjustable fan heads for pop-ups. They're better. They are better. I like them because you can do what I'm talking about pretty easily. You adjust one side, adjust the other with the tip, and away you go. But again, in a lot of cases, you can adjust the head. Even on a pop-up head that's a rotor head, we call them rotors, where it's like the old rainbirds where they not actually a rainbird but you know where it chick 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 we don't you know not not that head now some old old systems still have those but a rotor head is where it pops up with a spray pattern that rotates yep that's why they're called rotor heads 
And if you've got that sort of a head, again, same situation with the channel locks. You can adjust the head itself as far as the pattern goes. Otherwise, every head is a little different when it comes to pop-ups, and they all need a little, a little bit different adjustment. And this is where you will need a specialized tool for that particular pop-up head, or rotor head, I should say, that you may have. Now, most residential lawns, unless it's a fair-sized lawn, won't have rotor heads. They'll all be a little pop-ups like I just explained. Some of you guys, though, that have larger homes, larger, larger landscaping, may in fact have a rotor head. And what I mean by that is they're all different. You could have a hunter head, rainbird head, you name it, go down the list. There's, there's probably a Toro head. I mean, there's a half a yep. dozen different heads. Every one of them requires a different tool. It's proprietary. requires a different tool to make the adjustments. Here's, here's where you could cheat on that. Depending upon the head that you have, go to YouTube, type in, you know, sprinkler head adjustment, whatever, Toro, you know, Toro rotor. You'll get half a dozen videos on how to adjust that with the tool that you need. And the tools are typically sold. This is where it gets a little dicey. If it's a Toro head and, you know, Lowe's and Home Depot sell it, you can probably buy the adjustment tool there. If you get into some of the fancier heads, the better ones I call them, uh, Hunter being one of them, the Hunter you'll typically have to go to a sprinkler house, a sprinkler supply house, uh, irrigation supply house to actually get that tool. Or you can buy them online or whatever the case may be. Um, but that's typically what we're going to do when it comes to adjusting rotor heads. Next thing I want to talk about when we come back is replacing one of those. And then as Dennis's wife, Pam, always says, we want to make sure the drip system is adjusted correctly for your trees and shrubs as well. Because that's a whole nother you know, step-by-step process here. And by the way, you, you may have to spend a Saturday afternoon just doing your drip adjustments alone. We'll get into that in a moment as well. So don't go anywhere. If you had a question for us, let us know. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years? Want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. We have been showing Coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop. Learn how to lower your total interest cost, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001, and where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass 
fiberglass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all. You can trust the original Novus Pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to our website, drive-radio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass, a proud sponsor of Drive Radio. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof, but what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. All right, and we are back. Myself, Jeff Kitty. Yep. Of course, Larry's answering phones. Uh, Charlie Grimes, your engineer. We're talking irrigation startups. We'll get into some repairs here in a moment as well. By the way, I should have said this earlier. If any of you out there are an irrigation tech... And maybe you're not happy with where you work now, and you would like to make a change. Come work for us. We need an irrigation tech. Actually, I need several people here in the not-too-distant future. And I I can tell you, that's one of the best places to work in the world. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate that. So, yes, my company, we're looking for irrigation techs, uh, not to replace anyone. So if one of my techs is listening, no, 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 you're not getting replaced. We're adding on. <laughs> no, no, nobody's no. Go- nobody's going away. We need more people. Uh, so if you have any experience and, and or have some, but you'd like to be trained, maybe this is something you'd like to get into. Yeah, come work for us. We have a great time. We have a great company. We treat all of our people well. 
Uh, I think most people that work for us would, would attest to that, and we'd love to have you be a part of our team. So if that's something that you're interested in, just go to fixitradio.com and just you know send me an email or yep. john at fixitradio.com. You can do it that way as well, or any of the rest of the emails I have across the board. They all come to me. I'll take care of it. We'll get you taken care of and, and have you come in and apply and so on. So, if, yeah, if you're looking for a job and you're a good irrigation tech or maybe you're working someplace now you're not happy with, uh, we'll, we'll take care of you, treat you right. We have benefits the whole nine yards. Uh, come talk to us, and, and we'll take care of you. So let's say you go through all this adjustment process I was just talking about, and you find, oh, man, I got a head that's just not where it, it's broke. It's spraying out every other, you know, every which way but, but loose. You know, it's, it's all over the place. What do I do now to fix it? And this was a question Larry had earlier. So the way I do these, First things first, they actually, believe it or not, make a shovel just for doing irrigation repair. And you've seen these. You probably didn't know what they were for. No, they're not for planting flowers. They're a shovel with a very long, skinny blade on it. Not like a regular shovel where it's, you know, six, eight inches wide. We're talking four inches or so wide. Yep. Just a really long, almost like a spade, but it is actually a shovel. About 18, 24 inches That's long. right. And the reason they're that is so that you can get right around. You're going to make a circle around the head of the sprinkler head itself. You're just going to make a circle, come out about three inches, and come around the sprinkler head. Because what we're going to do is take that dirt out so we can get around the head. And if you do this right, you can put all this right back in the way it came out. So yeah. Typically, it'll just slip off as a big cone of dirt right around the sprinkler head. We're going to put that right back in when we're done. So we want to go ahead and come all the way around the head in a circle. And you got to be careful because you're going to come up to some resistance. Correct. And when you feel that resistance, don't, don't right. step on it you'll, more. You'll, yeah, well, what you want to do is make sure the head is staying in the ground, yeah. and we're going to pull the dirt up and around the but head. But you don't want to cut the pipe feeding the head. That's exactly right. So, be yeah, when you're when you're going around the head, to Jeff's point, if you you know you could run into a rock or something, but keep in mind the irrigation pipe feeding it, the poly pipe or the PVC, depending upon how your system was built, feeding the head is down there as well. So, get the dirt out. You're going to see the head. You're going to see the fittings and so on. We're now going to take the head off, and it's. Mm. Just like a regular bolt. Righty, lefty, righty, tidy, lefty, loosey. Yep. Okay, just remember that. Righty, tidy, lefty, loosey. So we're going to go counterclockwise, unscrew the head. Typically, they're going to be hand tight. If they're tighter than that, somebody made a mistake. If it was put on with Teflon tape, somebody made a mistake. Irrigation pieces like this do not need Teflon tape on them. Okay, so we're going to take the head off. Now, Larry asked a question earlier. How do you keep the dirt that's going to fall back down in there in the hole after you take the head off from getting back down in the pipe when you go to put the head back on. Here's the trick. This, by the way, is where you, you need some sort of a suction device as well. Because typically the hole's going to be full of water. Okay? Because everything drains back out of the sprinkler head and so on. So typically this area is going to have water in it. So what we want to do is, first thing we want to do is we want to turn that zone on for just a moment and squirt water out of the pipe. We yeah. want to get any dirt, debris, anything that's fallen back. This is before we put the new head on, by the way. So we've, yep. we've got the old head out. We've got the new head sitting there ready to go. We turn the system on just for a second. Some wife, son, kid, anybody can be in there kind of running that for just momentarily. Show them how to do it, and you shut it right off. And by the way, the quickest way to shut it off is just turn the knob to off. So yep. once it comes on for a moment, just turn it back to off. You've seen a stream come out. That, that is clean now in that area. 
And what we're going to do is once all that clean, just screw the new head back on. No pipe dope, no Teflon tape, no nothing. Just put it on hand tight. tight. Please do not use pliers on it. It doesn't have to be that tight. It will tighten over time anyways. Just what happens. And if you use pliers on it, you're going to split the... Just hand tight. Yep. That's all you got to do. Now, there is a trick. I hope I have enough time to do this. There's a trick that we use in the commercial world where if you would like to be able to have more adjustment with that sprinkler head, because a lot of sprinklers are put in with what we call risers. So there's a, there's a female... 90 degree, or it just comes to the very end of the poly pipe, and it's it's a 90 degree end, uh, or, or it's a straight piece, but it's got a female end on it with threads inside of it. Then you put a riser, which has actually got male threads on it, male on each end, because the sprinkler head has a female end. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know I'm talking male and female. These are gender, yes, very specific genders here that we're getting into, male and female. You mean they haven't gone the other way? No, the, the, these these are not bi-directional or anything like that. We, we know what genders these are. They're male pipe, female pipe. So we're a lot of these have risers. If everything is okay and it looks, the you know, you think the height of it and everything is correct and all that's good, fine, put it right back on the same riser that it came out of and away we go. If, though, you would like to have more adjustment, they make what they call a little funny pipe system. I call it funny pipe. I think that's the technical term. And what you do is you actually put a, you take the riser out and you screw a nipple into that fitting that's down in the ground and you put a nipple at the bottom of the sprinkler head and you put a half inch piece of about a I don't know 10 inches or so 10 or 12 inches long enough to where you can make a little curl out of your half inch pipe it's called funny pipe now the nice thing about that is you can move the head up and down independently of the pipe in the ground and not have to worry about how tall a riser is just a little cheat that you can do if you want to. you got to put clamps on these, by the way. But that's a little cheat. So that's one way to replace a sprinkler head. I know we're out of time. If you have any specific questions on anything like this, please let me know. And, yes, if you're an irrigation tech and you'd like a job, or if you just want a job, period, let us know. Yeah. We most likely will put you to work. So, guys, with that, that's Fix It Radio. If you're listening on Tuesday, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Rush to Reason will follow this on Tuesday. Otherwise, this is Saturday. Drive Radio is next. If you got any car questions, call us then. We'll be right back, though. This is KLZ 560.